Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. Chandra, how are you? I'm good. I'm going to simultaneously paint my nails while we have this conversation, <laughs> multitasking at its finest. That's amazing. Yeah, my morning is going well. Claudio left for LA this morning, like as we were walking out for school and packing today because we leave tomorrow for just for the weekend. And Celine will be having her first sleepover with a friend. So we test ran that a little bit this week to see if she was going to eat their dog but she did well <laughs> for, for being such a tiny cute little thing oh yeah she's a she's scrappy but you know i think it's more like a maternal instinct with her so this their dog is a puppy and so i thought she might try to like mother her and like snap at her a little bit <laughs> and i'm sure she will but so far so good it, it'll be nice to just have somebody consistent that she knows she's going there. She knows we're picking her back yeah. up. Um, so she doesn't develop like separation anxiety. Oh. Yeah. What about you? How is your life? Well, I was just thinking about Celine and I'm, I know she's a sweet dog and I'm sure it's maternal instinct, but I was thinking of her of like as like a little killer gremlin and she's got like little <laughs> blood dripping down her white cheeks. <laughs> she's like a ferocious um, zombie dog. But I think she has the potential, honestly, yeah. for that scenario. I love it. Um, we've had this strange illness in the house with three kids. I feel like this is what we've been talking about a lot on here. But Sylvie, um, Wednesday night, like four in the morning, threw up. And then, so it was like a thing, you know, and then I, I couldn't go back to sleep sometimes when I'm up. And I felt really bad for her. She didn't feel great Thursday, but she was okay. Didn't throw up anymore. And then last night she came in my room. Oh, no. At like five in the morning. And I was like, where's the bucket? And I'm like, oh, no, you can just go to the bathroom. <laughs> you don't have to use the bucket. But then she didn't have to throw up. And I said, do you feel okay? And she and, and she said, yeah. And so then this morning she was a little off and we were kind of getting ready. And she just like projectiled no. all over the bed, my my and Adam's bedroom. And so it's just strange, more, you know, like more than 24 hours later. So that's just, it's been a little rough around here. Poor thing. Yeah. So, but you know, that happens. So that's where I'm at right now. Otherwise, just, you know, life's going on. It's a Thursday. Well, I don't even know what day it is. This <laughs> The semester is going. I'm revising my novel. I'm so excited to hear about the new novel. It's like your novel's still a baby, your current novel. Ooh. And I'm sure there's like some overlap of certain responsibilities with the two. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm... Um, groping in the dark here a little bit you know you don't really I I'm trying to yeah figure out what is best for a six-month-old infant novel while also really being way steep in revisions and then like sticking my toe into book three you know and kind of like 
getting started. But since you told me about manifesting generators the other day, I've been like, it's okay. I guess this is good. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be doing this. Yeah. I feel like just creating your own existence and your own way of doing things and letting the world guide you rather than feeling like you have to have it figured out. Yeah. And just being like, oh, it's okay to do a bunch of stuff and it doesn't have to be stressful. You know, I think the world tells you if you're doing a bunch of stuff, it has to be stressful, which it definitely can be. And it's always good to, you know, not take on too much. But I think when you enjoy that and it gives your life meaning and a reason to live (laughs) and a reason to keep going, then I shouldn't feel bad that I'm working in, you know, three projects or whatever. I should feel good. And I think it makes for better books. It makes for better creative projects because you can pivot when you're bored with one or sort yeah. of stuck and then go back. Yeah. I really thrive when I'm overloaded with <laughs> creative <laughs> responsibility. Yeah, um, I agree. We're in a space right now. I think I mentioned last uh, on our last episode that we had started getting artwork back for our 12-issue maxi series for the, the Amory Wars, which is like the last installation and we're in the process where you're getting artwork daily uh, to be like reviewed to the panels. And it's so much fun to see it and then have to like drop what you're doing and like run and grab the script and see if it checks out <laughs> and, you know, make sure that you're not missing things. And it's it's really, I missed this part of it the last year or two when we didn't see a lot of art, you know, coming back. And so it kind of reinvigorates the excitement for what we do. That's so exciting just ready to do all the projects. I want to do all the things. Me too. That's how I feel. I was reading a essay by Lydia Davis about um, like the best writing habits. And one thing she said was she doesn't share anything for a long time. She takes a long time with it because she doesn't like being backed into a corner. And I was like, oh, oh. And I, and I kind of felt guilty because I'm like, oh, I often feel backed into a corner. And then I, but then I thought, no, I think I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like being back in the corner. I think I need a deadline because I didn't really start writing till I went to, I tried for years and years, but it wasn't until I started getting deadlines that I needed to turn work in that I actually became like a habit. Yep. So I think you got to take what works for you. And if it's a lot of projects and if it's all the things, you just embrace it. That is exactly right. I had this exact conversation um, yesterday. I think it was yesterday or the day before. I finally met with my mentee, my new mentee. Yes. yes. You know, you never know We're kind of walking into these things, who somebody is or their experience or um, if you're going to align. And she is just so lovely and so brilliant. Um, we were discussing the process and what does she need from me to help facilitate her best writing habit. And that was the thing. She's like, well, I really need time frames and, you know, deadlines. Yes. And- and to know what I should be doing every day and how much and expectations. And uh, and I said, full disclosure, I am not good at being the bad guy, but I'm going to try for you because <laughs> I need a bad guy too. I need somebody to like remind me that this is due. This is even if the deadline is arbitrary. Yeah. And I know. Yeah. I mean, like... deadlines are arbitrary. Like the whole world is right. Like we said, like, we wake everything up. Everything's made up. Yeah. But we still got <laughs> something. You need a parameter. Otherwise. It's like, um, I feel like when I'm writing, I'm kind of a toddler and I need rules and I need like structure because I'm not going to provide it for myself at all. I love that. There's this thing about the idea of creative work shouldn't have rules and shouldn't have structure and shouldn't have guidelines. And I think that's 
can be very true for certain people, especially if it's just done like, you know, for fun, but it's not necessarily the truth. It's just like, it can also be like, do this prompt. It's due this day. This is what we need. And it's just as generative and fun. For sure. And I think that only really applies if you're not, you don't have a creative career because once oh, it yeah. turns into a job. <laughs> you have to do it. <laughs> you, you have yeah. to do it. Yeah, then it's a job. Yeah, then it's a job. Wait, but um, tell us a little bit about the program, about the mentor-mentee program. So it's run by our friend Matthew Green, who is a playwright. He's uh, very, very talented and also happens to have a gigantic heart um, and a big soft spot for the arts in general. So he created this. It's a small program um, of, you know, graduates who are looking to pursue creative projects and he just kind of partners them up with people who work in that field. And um, it's a, I believe it's a six month process. So you kind of guide the project and help introduce them to people. Just, I can feel already that I'm going to learn as much from her as, mm. as she may from me, if not more, <laughs> truly. Um, there's something really amazing about watching somebody take this innate talent that they have. You know, she's she's such a storyteller. You know, she was initially uh, an actor Ooh. and into theater. And you can see just this, this thing in her that is something she was born with and it's just who she is. And then trying to figure out how to translate that to a page or to, in her case, she's doing a manga, um, which isn't really, you know, it's not my lane necessarily but we'll learn together. You know, we'll figure that out. I know, I know how to do paneling. <laughs> so there's some overlap, but I think just listening to her idea for this story and thinking, wow, this is, this could start here, but this could be translated to a stage. Um, this could be your first role mm. if you move this into a script. Um, so much potential. And I think sometimes talking to people who don't limit that for you, because often we're surrounded by people who put like a cap on your dream or a cap on the things you can achieve or that are possible or tangible. And so it's nice to just really just think big with people sometimes. So, so it's a really cool program. I'm very, very honored to be a part of it. And I hope that in six months we're having a conversation about her book. Yeah, that's amazing. It's really every career path. I feel like having those mentors is so important but it seems maybe less common or practiced in, in the creative world, especially outside of school. So I, I know that, um, so they're, they're in a program or. So she just graduated. Oh uh, yeah. From the program. So. Oh man. When I graduated undergrad with the bachelor's degree, I had no idea <laughs> what, what to do with my, you know, English degree. So I feel like that's, just get find the programs find your mentors yeah because then you you have like your parents who are, oh you're gonna be a teacher or oh are you yeah, gonna exactly. go back for something else and I don't know I think just giving yourself the time and space to work on a project and and I like that there's a start and a stop to it because you feel the pressure within that yeah. six months to sort yeah. of get something down Hi, sorry to keep you waiting. Oh, no, we're all. just shooting the shit is what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Oh, oh. How are you guys? Good. 
Oh my gosh. Just realized I totally failed on my end and Chandra, I apologize. I didn't get the bio. Oh, I don't think I said yeah, it's it. my fault. It's totally I fine. We can we can just we can just do something off the cuff, and she can just give us like a quick in person bio. Woo-hoo. Also, <laughs> so cute with your matching sweater and headphones. Oh, these are like uh, children's. We have those same ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> making it work. Well, welcome, Michelle DeRosa, to hey, Band yeah. Wives. Um, Yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? (laughs) Well, I am a band wife, a former (laughs) band person. Um, You're still a band person, technically, Uh, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Um, We're currently like day 21 of a 40 day European tour. (laughs) It's a really long one. So lots of facetimes with poor connections and you know he's probably done it (laughs) yeah those overseas runs are hard with the internet yeah it's really 40 40 days is like a little much i think 40 days is a long european tour i mean good for them but that's a long time to be yeah gone yeah yeah it is it's like it's the worst for the baby because i don't think she like fully gets it (laughs) how old is she um 19 months So last time he was away, she was just like, every day, like it didn't let up as the weeks went on. She was just like, dada, dada, she'd see a guitar pick, dada, see a coffee mug, dada, like random, whatever she associates with him. And then this time I was like, before he left, daddy's going to go away. He's going to go on airplane. He's going to fly and he's going to be gone for a long time. Then he's going to come back. So now she's just like, daddy, fly. (laughs) She says it every day. So So she gets it. But, you know, if I'm like three more weeks it doesn't mean anything to her obviously yeah. <laughs> oh man but yeah that wasn't a bio but that's, <laughs> that's what's, what's going, going on. on well I know you have three children yeah. and you live in Boston yeah. and you're married to Jeff <laughs> yes which is funny because like I feel like I've been around you like seven to ten times <laughs> in the past you 15 know, years, years yeah. or whatever <laughs> And he's never been there once. So I swear. I saw him. I saw him from afar at a festival talking to John. And Adam and I were going to go say hi. And he like, we were really far away. And then he like was waving and got on the phone. And then we were like, oh, bye, Jeff. We've never (laughs) spoken. (laughs) Someday. That's hilarious. So how do you two know each other? So maybe that will give us a, how did you meet? How did you two meet? Well, this is kind of a funny story. (laughs) Um, Michelle is John Nolan's sister from Taking Back Sunday. And John and Michelle played in Straylight Run together. Michelle, I know you. Oh, we don't don't know each other, but I feel like I know of you. I think, didn't you do like a live thing with with Claudia, with with Coheed? Oh my gosh. Uh, like, like 25 really, years ago. Really, really long time ago. Yeah. It was like a TRL. Yes, TRL. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Were you there? I think I was there. I mean, oh I don't gosh, remember funny. who I was then, but yes, I believe that I was there. And I, that's so funny. What a world. Yeah. 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 That was a really long time ago, obviously. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. No, but full disclosure, Chandra, and we can edit this out if we want to, but Adam <laughs> no, Adam, and Michelle dated for a long time. <laughs> a really long time ago. A really long time ago. I love his friendship even more. He was like literally a teenager. When Adam was a teenager, yeah. That's but I don't think wild. that was after John and Adam already they were friends you did not meet adam first or anything like that i met him because of john yeah they were yeah. friends they were roommates oh yeah. yeah yeah very cute a very long time ago yeah and so michelle is also nicole or nicole's uh, it's just telling yeah. chandra that <laughs> sylvie has thrown up two nights in a row like in the middle it's just been like oh my God. <laughs> so i'm a little bit oh, like I'm so sorry but yeah Camille, you know Camille. We all know Camille. They're <laughs> <Yes>. sister-in-laws. <laughs> yeah. Great people. What a sweet little connection, you guys. Yeah, I know. I always feel like, I don't know if you guys are like, oh my God, why do we have to see this person till after all this time? Like, I feel bad sometimes when I'm around that you guys are probably like, can you please like be out of our life? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> <are you> talking <laughs> about? <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm so confused. No, I mean the, the ex-girlfriend thing. But oh. I mean it literally is like 20 some like it's so long ago that I feel like no, no one cares. I'm always happy when you're around and you have a really <laughs> okay. cute baby who I love. <laughs> she let me hold her for like one minute. Oh, this age is like so fun. She's putting words together this morning. I was like, where's Levi? And she's like, right there. <laughs> Does she have like a Boston accent? No, Bostonian. <laughs> no, my son Levi, when he was really little, he liked having like, um, like granola bars, and he'd always be like, "I want a bar in the car." <laughs> but he, he, it's just how he talked when he was a baby. It wasn't really a Boston accent; it just sounded like it. But yeah, no, nobody has an accent. <laughs> That's sad, kind of. Though. I, yeah, luckily, <laughs> don't have a long one either. <laughs> well, let's jump into it. What are you juggling this week? Um, well, my parents are visiting uh, till tomorrow, and then they're gone. And then it's just basketball, sports, whatever, you know, nothing, nothing too exciting. Your kids all do sports? With a baby, obviously. Um, the, I have a nine year old, a seven year old and baby and uh, the boys are just doing basketball. I just emailed their taekwondo teacher, they're gonna take a break because it's like they never want to go. Mm. And it's right after school. But yeah, just the usual, you know, washing. I have a bedwetter, so like mm -hmm. lots of washing of the sheets. Yeah, I have a vomiter yeah. right now, so I relate to the washing yeah. of the sheets. That really is such a nightmare. That's um tell Tom and Linda I say hi. I will, yeah. They're they're heading home tomorrow, but they were here for a week. So that's nice. That's one thing like I feel like I sleep. I mean I'm I don't sleep because even though she's 19 months, she's not night weaned yet. So we're up all night long and that's my problem. But um, like, I'm always just worried, like what if the fire alarm goes off at like 4am or, you know, things like that. So when I'm not the only one, I'm like, okay, yeah. like sleep and not worry about anything. Yeah, yeah. it is nice. Yeah, that yeah. night weaning is, it's like you're going through it. I, my son was like, I think almost three when he finally, like I just cut him off cold turkey. I was like, I can't live like this really? anymore. Yeah. But it's, you just, you know, you, in the daytime, you feel like you're, you're just like a zombie, but it's just normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Going through it. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've slept more than like a couple hours in a row, but 
I was trying to night wean her and it was like going okay. And then she got a cold and then it was just like all out the window and now we're back to. It is always those set kind of, you know, quote unquote setbacks. Really you back in. Yeah. Um, I want to go back really quickly to something that you said, because I, I want to get both of your hot takes on this. You mentioned uh, quitting Taekwondo because they, just didn't want to go to to it anymore. Like we, t- I've been talking about this with a friend, you know, like with kids when they don't want to do something anymore. Because I, like, my son loves going to piano class and he hates practicing at mm-hmm. home, and I've mm-hmm. threatened him often um, with being like, "I'm not going to pay for you to go to piano class if you don't practice because that's part of the class." But then I feel bad right. about it, and then I'm like, "Well, what would I do if he said he wanted to?" You know, I just, I, I don't know yeah. the right you know, the right, what do you guys think as parents with the things that maybe you did when you were younger that your parents didn't follow through on or did? I'm just curious because my parents let me quit everything and I'm (laughs) devastated (laughs) as an adult that I have no talents. (laughs) What? Um, Well, they didn't want to, basically they get home from school at like 2.30 and the class starts at 3.10. So it's kind of like they get home and it's like, all right, have a snack, get changed, right. go. So that's the issue more so than not wanting to go. Um, well, I guess it is. They don't want to go because I'm always, they are so just like, I'm tired. And, and it's, um, it's it's valid too, because I think yeah. it's great yeah. to like, you know, I, I thought that I would be the parent that was like, you can't quit something, you have to see it through, whatever. Right. But now I'm, it, I'm just like, what does that teach? Like to not know your limits. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe if it's like a team sport and it has an end, yeah. like, insight kind of maybe stick through it but this is just like a something that'll go on forever yeah Yeah. it's kind of it feels like it's just choreography no offense to anyone that's like (laughs) I don't know this specific school it's just like I don't know that they're like getting anything (laughs) out of it it's like imagining that that. yeah (laughs) um so I mean it's good that they're learning coordination but yeah. I don't think it's gonna. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know. You know, I was kind yeah. of okay to. T- we're taking a break, and we might go back to it in the summer. Yeah. Well, yeah. the equipment is like kind of. We have that karate stuff in our closet, and I'm like the big duffels, you know. And I'm like, we should probably oh, get yeah. back into that just because we have all that shit in the closet. But we did. We're in swimming lessons now, and they're like months, uh, one month at a time. And I feel like I really right. appreciate that because totally. then you can kind of take a break, come back the next yeah. month. Yeah, totally. sometimes they do just need like a little reset, and they'll come full circle we did that with skateboarding right. we took off like a semester all right yeah but I mean I definitely like they love basketball and I know if basketball was like 10 minutes after school my son would be like upstairs getting yeah. his head bent on getting his ear because he loves <laughs> yeah. it and it's a difference totally and my other son like loves piano I've never had to ask him to practice he just like walk like every day sits down and he just loves it so it's kind of like I think you just see you but then I, I do have a friend whose kids don't want to do anything. So I don't know what you do in that situation. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. With my kids, I'm like, we got to do the swimming. It's a lot. It's like four hours a yeah. week. But I, but it's like, we can't just go home and like sit there all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> can't just do that. Yeah. 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 It's so important for them to feel like they're interested in something and that there's like stuff out, out, yeah. out in the world to do yeah even if it's video games you know there's a way to make that yeah. social and like give them relationships and, and find places to connect um yeah sorry 
I'm, I'm on that a tangent good. train today. <laughs> That's a good tangent. <laughs> All aboard. It's interesting. <laughs> Um, but actually when Michelle was talking about her answer about the night feeding, I still think about, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. It was last winter when you played the show straight that run play with taking back Sunday and you were literally juggling breastfeeding in between sound check and then like your show and then getting back in that Jersey traffic. And that's, I don't, you, you might be the only person I've ever seen do that in all the years that. I've been, it was like not ideal time at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's like if it was any other year, it would have been a lot more fun. Um, Yeah, I, I mean, people fully like go back to work like six weeks after they have a baby. Like, I don't know how people, I mean, I guess you have babysitters and nannies and daycare and stuff. Breast pumps. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that was something. And then the whole like, coronavirus thing right. made it more challenging because like I probably would have just had like my parents backstage with her or something yeah. a little bit less it was just like a lot of driving back yeah. and forth yeah yeah that's crazy it makes it you know you gotta do it but the reality of yeah. like being a mom playing a show during COVID <laughs> with a yeah. new baby <laughs> breastfeeding it was great yeah you did it you handled it well you played great oh, yeah thank you thank you yeah, I wanted to chop my hair off back then, and um, I was, like, nervous about postpartum body and feelings uh-huh. and whatever. So instead, I got a really bad bang haircut. <laughs> so that's finally grown out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Emily in Paris, that, you know, it's kind of a ridiculous oh, show. I yeah, I finished, finished. finished it real quick. But the, like, cutting of the bangs. Yeah. Did she do this? And then She I, does I the cutting of the bangs, yeah. Yeah, I actually just started season one since Jeff left and just finished oh, season yes. three. <laughs> I have been like kind of like whatever about it, but then I watched it. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. I know, same. I wasn't going to watch it at all. And then I was like, oh, but I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I went out to dinner with some friends last night and I wanted to like dress fun because of that show. And I was like, oh, I don't have like any... <laughs> color in my closet like there's no I mean obviously her outfits are a little I have nothing like Emily yeah nothing <laughs> no patent leather thigh high pink boots with a matching oh beret yeah. there was this uh article the other day about how I mean I don't know how I got like looped into these think pieces about bad tv this is my second time talking about one the last one was white lotus but this one was how they were like analyzing whether she's actually good at her job oh my gosh <laughs> It's like not a realistic. <laughs> yes. Spoiler alert. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll defend Emily. I think she's got her own take on things. I yes, think. she does. She's yeah. got great ideas. She's got that American perspective. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why I think I'm like defending her. Okay. All right. Enough about Emily. Let's talk about Michelle. Um, okay, Michelle, what something that listeners would be surprised to hear about your life? Um, about my life. I mean, I don't think that people are thinking about me, but if they were, what would they be thinking? I don't know. Um, I would they be surprised that I drive a minivan? And I love my minivan. And last night we were uh, blasting Miley Cyrus in the minivan. I don't know. What's up? New Miley? Uh, well, I love flowers. And that's what we were listening to on the drive home. But then it just kind of put on party in the USA. Natural progression. Did you see the video of Diane Keaton dancing to flowers and like the fields? I did, yeah. Love her. 
<laughs> yeah, she's amazing. Speaking of fashion icon. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, the minivan conversation. It's tense in our house. I know a lot of people are like very against it. Um, It's so practical. Yeah. Nisha's in the market. You guys should have a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) We like don't, I I never really wanted one, you know, but it's like nothing is working. It's ridiculous. I'll tell you what I love about it. (laughs) You just like, as you're walking towards your car, you like push every button to like open every door (laughs) in the trunk. It's so good. Um, and then, you know, I don't know what your kids do for school if they walk or whatever, but I drop mine off and they just hop out. I push the button, it closes. It's so fun. Yeah. I did see pictures of Gwen Stefani from years ago. I mean, it was probably not hers, but getting out of a black minivan with black <laughs> windows. Is that what yours is like? No, um, I kind of wish that it was, but when we had the baby, I didn't even like go with Jeff. He just was like, they have this one. I was like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, kidding. Yeah. 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 How does Jeff feel about it? Um, he, he doesn't, he's not like embarrassed yeah. by <laughs> anything. Like I think a lot of men would be like, no thanks. Um, but he doesn't like, it has like slow pickup or like, you know, I don't, I don't notice it, but when he's driving, he's just like, ugh. <laughs> Not enough horsepower. Throw a bunch of gear in the back and pretend it's 2001 and you're just like hitting the road. <laughs> yeah. I was, um, a fun fact about me. I was the second best out of four people in the band of backing up a van and trailer. Oh, nice. Who is, John was, John was the, John was oh, the so the <laughs> Nolans really genetic. took the, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I bet your dad is proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, other than packing minivans, which is a gift, what can you give us a little bit of background on some things that you're proud of, past, present, future? I can try to do that. Sure. Um, past. Um, I'm proud of the band that I did after Stray Light Run, which is called Destry because I mean I'm proud of the music that we made and everything and I liked it and it was fun um but it was I guess like it felt like a big deal to be doing it without my brother because it's such a like safety net to be traveling with him and on stage with him and all of that so um the band really wasn't successful or anything but I am proud of the two records that we made so that's my past uh present I guess I'm I'm proud of my relationship with my kids. You know, I feel like they were close. I hope that when they're older, they'll come to me and like tell me things and ask for help when they need it. But now I, you know, like we snuggle before bed and chat every night and I love it. Sweet. Um, future. Do you guys love Oprah? I feel I okay. Mean, yes, <laughs> I feel good. Indifferent. I enjoy Oprah. Yeah. Do you love Oprah? I like her a lot. I think <laughs> she's a very wise woman. And I saw something that she was talking about. Like, are you, what was it? Um, are you a real woman or an aging female? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What? I'm traumatized just <laughs> by this know. statement. Really? Like, I have so many questions. Well, well, I don't know if I can answer them because I am not Oprah, but um, she was basically saying like a real woman it takes advantage of like the mistakes and learns from them, you know, that you're you're not just like floating through life, that you're like actively 
like embracing every experience, good, bad, learning from it and like taking it for what it has to offer kind of a vibe. Yeah. And then the aging the opposite if you're an aging female you're just like just doing it yeah actually yeah. we talked about last week if you want to well a couple weeks ago if you want to bloom as you get older mm-hmm. in past middle okay. age or if you want to get bitter and that was like that okay. was close punk class says and i feel like maybe it's a similar question yeah maybe it's a nicer way than saying <laughs> yeah and i don't know why it has to be specifically to a woman yeah well, I think she said that it was something that Maya Angelou used to say to her was like, oh. are you a real woman or an aging female? So that was, it was like context. Of, yeah. yeah. Context. I'm proud that I'm going to be a real woman. <laughs> Good for you. I'm, I'm going to be a real woman. <laughs> you know, gotta. You just got to do it. You got to decide. Got to follow Oprah's teachings and you'll get there. Sometimes it's just the perspective you need, you know, just to be like, all right. Yeah. Um. And back to your past, though, I saw Destry live. Yeah, we did with um, you were there and Tyler was there. Oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) where? Who could say? But I saw it and it was amazing. Oh, thanks so much. I remember. Yeah, I really liked playing with Tyler. We didn't play together all of the time just because it wasn't like the best plan to be in a band with someone that lives in Texas um, but I really did like you know writing with him and I loved singing with him and it didn't make for like easy are you still writing music um I have written music and I have I mean I really want to start doing something again I don't know what's like realistic other than playing locally but I have a couple songs that aren't recorded yet awesome um I'd like to work on more. That's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah. Because you're a real woman doing yeah. the damn thing. <laughs> An aging female would never. No, they'd closet those songs, but you're not going to do that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it is. I'm excited. Let's hear it, Michelle. Oh, right. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> okay. You're really in the thick of it right now with a really long European tour. So I bet you have some gems, but what advice do you have for other band wives out there, whether it's tips or tricks or encouragement? I have a tip for kids. We're not currently doing it. I feel like it's best for like ages three to seven. Um, and this tour, it's just like too long to even bother. <laughs> but we used to make like paper chains every day that he was gone and then in the morning they would rip off one of them so when they're too little to like totally grasp the concept of like how much longer it's like a visual mm-hmm. visual way of seeing like how many days are left and also it's just like they think it's fun to have a chance <laughs> to rip off a ring that's a great idea I'm gonna do that for my son because we're gonna go away Misha and I and it's the longest that I've left too and my, so we'll oh, both really? be away and we're trying Aww. to think of ways to like connect with him you know, for the time difference. How old is he? He's eight. But I'm okay. thinking maybe like taking that idea and then like writing a note on each one or something for him. Oh, and then yeah. it could be like, mm-hmm. mostly for me. He's going to be like, what? I don't have parents <laughs> anymore. That's fine. <laughs> but, How long are you going away? It'll be 12 days total. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah that's a long yeah, time. It's a, it's, a, it's a minute. That'd be good. Aww. Who is he going to be with? He'll be with his grandparents. Yeah, okay. and they're... 
they'll let him do whatever. He'll be like, I had seven mac and cheeses today. It was really great. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll probably be oh, more man. disappointing when we come back. But that sounds like a cute thing we can do beforehand. So he can like, because he also, he's a very visual kid. Like he needs a visual mm-hmm. representation of what things look like. So that, right, right. you know, that's a great tip. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Glad I could share it. Yeah. Well, what a, oh God, I'm just thinking about 40 days yeah that it's really long long. oh my gosh and the time differences and you know not that's it the time difference actually i don't mind that like the worst is west coast because like if he gets up at noon there we're like so far into our day at that point here um but now he's six hours ahead so he's like waking up almost like similar time (laughs) to us and then he's staying up late so kind of like it's we're almost like it's honestly, awesome. <laughs> interesting ahead. yeah that's a but good way it's to still you know it's just like facetiming and it gets old for everyone and like you know the kids sometimes are interested and sometimes not and I don't blame them if they're not because it's like you know yeah. it's just kind of like the same thing yeah I, you know unless they're excited to like share something with him it's just like they're like yeah you try not to hurt their feelings yeah. but they're like they just don't right. want to talk to you <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um, yeah and it's just like a lot of how are you love you miss you bye yep, you know yeah. <laughs> touching base as they For say sure. yeah well this one's a little bit off the cuff of of tour life and mom life but what do you know to be true about yourself the world and the universe that is a serious question <laughs> um you ask that to everybody yes we do only do they you have good answers? <laughs> we're only asking you so please tell us okay um i don't know um true about myself i feel like I was born to be a mom. Um, you know, I totally appreciate, like, I really like Chelsea Handler. I don't know if you guys like her or not, but she's obviously, like, not interested in being a mom. And I feel like that voice is so good to have out there because I feel like so many people just feel like they're supposed to or they have to. But I definitely, like, wanted to be a mom since I was a kid. And I'm so grateful that I get to do that. So yeah, I feel like that is true about me, (laughs) the world. Um, What is true about the world? This is such a hard question. No pressure. Oh, no pressure. Um, The world is big. We are small. I feel like the more that you travel, like the more that you realize how small you are and your little place in the world is just a speck. Does that bring you comfort or does it not? Yeah. 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 It doesn't bother me. Yeah. It sounds like you sound like you've made some peace with that. And that's, yeah. yeah. Um, The universe, you know, we're all, the world, the universe, we're all connected. Um, And I do think there is like some aspect of trusting the universe and what it has for you. (laughs) I don't know. It all worked out really well. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. 
the trifecta of the question gives people a handle on like who you are, right? Some people might answer the last one religiously or whatever. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a, such a widespread interpretation. I don't know if we've even ever heard I was born to be a mom. Maybe one, I can't remember if one person said that, but that's not like a common, that's not a common answer. There's something really innate about that feeling. Um, so I, I, I loved your answers. I thought they were very sweet. Yeah. Oh. It can be hard too to just be like, I think the universe has got something going on and maybe we don't need to fight it so much and kind of let it trust it a little. And I think that's like easier said than done. So I think it's good to repeat it sometimes. Yeah. I mean, what are, I I feel like there's two, like on one hand, I feel like there's a thought of like, you have to make things happen for yourself. And then there's like this other hand of like, what's coming is, you know, just I don't know. I don't know what's, uh, maybe it's a mixture of both. I don't know that you can just like float through life waiting for things. So true. Yep. Yeah. Balance maybe. Yeah. And depending on the kind of person you are and what you're presented with. Right. Some of us are just out here winging it. Yeah. <laughs> I think most people are. <laughs> It's all made up. But I think it's a matter of like, yeah, you do what you can and what you're interested in. But you, if, you know, you have to also kind of just ride the waves um some of the answers are so wild though like yours all felt very calm and thought some people like, like that uh, claudia was like it's just disgusting everyone's disgusting <laughs> or like the world disgusting. yeah several people are like very terrified of the universe which i respect but i mean you know mm-hmm. so there's all kinds of varieties of answers yeah okay michelle yeah this one is a little more lighthearted (laughs) okay um this one is so deep (laughs) no i'm just kidding (laughs) um so besides emily in paris because i feel like we've Mm. covered it but it might be your only answer i don't know what are you binge watching or reading or listening to right now it would be emily (laughs) i just i mean i did the whole three seasons in the last you know whatever so that is my answer, but Jeff got me Brandy Carlyle's book for Christmas. However, I didn't start it yet, so <laughs> yeah. I cannot use it, but it's on my list of things to do and read. But yeah, I haven't, I haven't even watched anything other than that <laughs> yes. in the last month. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I love that though. <laughs> is listening to Miley then, is that it right now? Um, I don't want to say that, but, <laughs> um, I mean, I, I really like that song as far as something new that's out. I am a Taylor Swift fan. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I love Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah, I feel okay. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really need to like find something. I'll go to Spotify and just like, I just, I can't even think of anything other than Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's, there must be other things that I would want to listen to. You um, know what? The new Kaylee Goldsworthy record. You might really, it's really good. I don't know for that. Yeah, I'll know. send it your way. Yeah. <laughs> she okay. was our guest actually this week. So oh, cool. yeah, um, I'll check it out. Yeah. I just like always go, even the other day I put on Not A Surf Let Go, which is oh, like yeah. such an old album. Yeah. It's like and then it made me think like why am I not checking out anything that they've done in the last 10 years nope you gotta go back know. to what you know what's safe <laughs> it's true um, 
I've been watching like some shows from like the early 2000 era and some of the music in it will trigger mm-hmm. memories of music that I loved that I haven't listened to since then. You, you know, you just kind of forget. Yeah. Like chunks of your life and what, you know, <laughs> what were impactful songs then yeah, or totally. whatever. And then it's kind of cool. I was, I just re-listened to uh, Jewel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like, go back regularly. God. Yeah. Things like that where you're just like, wow, this was a part of my life, you know? So yeah, new music is fine. But I struggle with new music, too. I kind of go back to the, like, Maggie Rogers, I really like, and then um, yeah. Sylvanesso, but, like, I mostly also go back to, like, the 90s and just yeah. <laughs> relive it all. Yep. We're elders now. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Jeff played a show with Jewel, like, in his with his old band, like, some sort of showcase or something I don't I don't remember what it was or where it was but it was like just her and a guitar and after it he just kept saying how funny she was like <laughs> she's like she's so funny she's so funny so now whenever we like hear her she's so just like she's you know messing with me because I was like all right enough You're like, cool <laughs> I get it <laughs> Jewel is very funny <laughs> so talented and so funny <laughs> you're like so I don't listen to Jewel anymore (laughs) I do actually sometimes play her lullaby album in the car (laughs) her twinkle twinkle little star is a good like fall asleep for the baby I didn't know about that good to know for Sylvie yeah all right well we know what your theme song would not be if you could pick a theme song what would it be Okay. Um, now we're speaking your language. How do you mean? Like, if I had a sitcom, like, <laughs> yeah, no. the show, what would it be? Or like, it could be that. Just or like the song that, that encompasses what you. I don't know, Misha. What do you think? What's your interpretation of this question? I mean, there are no rules, but now I'm curious if your life would be a sitcom. Was that what you think? Would it be a sitcom? Would it be a dramedy? Would it be? <laughs> um. Wait. So that's the second question. (laughs) Let me circle back now. (laughs) Um, I really like, um, do you like High Women? I love that record so much. Yes. So the song, um, A Crowded Table. Oh, I, yeah. Especially like that specific line of the song, because I always want to be children and it like, speaks to me as far as like you know the kind of life that I want and you know that I'm so grateful to have it and like a house full of noise and all that I love that I love that song I made Adam and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law all they all sing I made them learn it and so they played it at Thanksgiving one year yes it's so good so So I guess that's my 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 answer I love that so wait, would your life be a sitcom? Because <laughs> I don't feel like mine would. Mine would be like an hour and 40 minute dramedy. Like dramedy. It would be like so much drama. Yeah. Mine is definitely a medical drama. <laughs> oh no, really? <laughs> you okay? <laughs> hey, no, I'm really excited. Okay. I went to the doctor once this year. I'm like, oh my gosh. My, oh. Oh. I just love imagining you in a medical drama though. Like, I just want to wear scrubs and have a stethoscope, oh. really. I actually, this is so dumb. Like many, 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 many years ago, I um, talked to a psychic for some reason. I don't oh. know. But anyways, she, this is really a long time ago. And she said that like, she saw me in the medical field or something like that. 
which didn't happen. But <laughs> shortly after our chat, I got into Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was just seeing how much I was going to be watching. Eighteen years yeah. of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, yeah there was a lot of. Me. I just started it like three months ago, and that's why, or a month ago, oh, or wow. something. And I have been. I can't stop. I was curious, actually, because Misha had said there was an episode where she stopped. Mm-hmm. And every time I watch an episode. Was it the musical episode? <laughs> no, it was the, it was like, I watched it like on TV weekly for years, you know, maybe like four or five years. And then like people died who I, it could mm, not abide yeah. by that change. And yeah, weekly. sometimes it gets like way too yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when, when her, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't want to, spoiler alert for anyone who's also <laughs> late to the party. Um but when what's his name dies, the her fiance in the hospital, it's early. It's like season three. Yeah, um, that might have been when I quit. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I was like, nah, nah. Like that guy always they put him in things and then he has to die. Well, I don't know why they kill him off. He's such a maybe that's why. Wait, which guy? He's the one who plays the comedian. Uh he's he's super okay. cute. He was the fiance <laughs> Izzy's fiance at the hospital when she inherits all the money. Okay, I don't know. It's early, probably like, when I years quit. Ago yeah, when I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's all so sad. <laughs> so long ago. <laughs> and then she basically tries to kill him so that he can intercept and get the heart that somebody else needs. Do you remember this episode? <laughs> it's like a soap opera. For no, real. but yeah. it sounds. Yeah. She like cuts his cord, you know, his oh to his gosh. heart machine, because somebody was on the donor list six seconds before him, and so she wants this heart for him. And so she wow. like makes it more of a bad scenario so that he'll get this heart in that moment. And then there's a shooting at the hospital. That's the, the one. That is day. the one where I, I quit. The That's the shooting hospital, one. Yeah. When he dies, I was like, this is <laughs> too many things are happening. It was so much. There's so been much. like explosions. Out. There's been so many things since then. I haven't watched since not that long ago, like last year. But <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. Every What's... time something traumatic happens, I'm like, is this where Misha stopped? Should I stop? <laughs> like, is this, does it get worse than this? I'm afraid. It's just, it really does get a little bit silly. Like how, how many crazy things happen. Yeah. To one person in one hospital. Where are yeah. they? Are they in Seattle? Did I make that yeah. up? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one day, maybe like when Adam's gone on a 40 day tour and I'm just like, I need to catch up on 18 years of Grey's Anatomy. And then like, more recent seasons they were um it was like coronavirus time oh. so they were like in the hospital with all their shields and it was not like the funnest thing to watch when that was really yeah <laughs> that a little too close to that emily in paris yeah. That's... <laughs> okay besides emily in paris or maybe it is <laughs> emily in paris what is one small thing oh, or no. guilty pleasure you look forward to when jeff is on the road um yeah it's not I'm like <laughs> but watching things you know that are like I can enjoy something that's not technically like good show yeah. <laughs> like you know so things like that he wouldn't be interested in watching um I wish I could think of something other than <laughs> what about love is that? blind have you ever Oh. I don't know what that well, is. Is there a show? It's a show on Netflix, and I can really oh, get yeah. into it. And Adam really will like be really mad if it's on in the room that he's in. Is it like? Is it a reality it show? Is. Or... It really is. Okay. Yeah. Wait, is that the one? I think I might have seen that. Is that the one where they don't see each yes. other and they're <laughs> yeah. talking through a wall? Yeah. 
I saw at least the one season. I don't know if there's more. Uh, um, Brazil, yeah. Japan. Oh, uh, yeah. oh no, I only saw one. <laughs> That's cool. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I I hadn't even been watching stuff in so long just because, you know, I'm just like tired Coco and Melon. don't have it in me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't really like Coco Melon. Who does? Does anyone have <laughs> it? So, it's kind of creepy, like when the grown-ups are singing and they're like bobbleheaded. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, but for a while, I was just in like a Seinfeld rut. Mm-hmm. I like Seinfeld. I think it's so funny. And I th- Jeff mentioned something about like, young people like not thinking it's funny and I was like really why <laughs> like, <I laughs> like yeah the, like, the youth <laughs> yeah um you know Claude and I were talking about this literally yesterday because we at the beginning of the pandemic rewatched all of it just like on a loop for comfort uh-huh. um, oh yeah, yeah and there's this Instagram account where somebody creates like scenarios that would take place now today yeah seen that yeah, okay. yeah it's really hilarious funny. they're really smart and he was like well I wonder why they don't just animate the characters and like buy this guy's I you know his like right, whatever right, right. and create this like inexpensive Netflix show and I had said well I think it's because like the whole premise of Seinfeld is they were like the weird lunatics in a somewhat normal world but now everybody right, yeah, is yeah. kind of a weird lunatic right <laughs> so right. maybe it wouldn't yeah, yeah. land in the same way um did you ever see that show That's difficult funny. people no it's two people in New York and it's kind of similar. They just like find themselves in these outlandish scenarios. And that like scratched the itch a little bit, but it's way raunchier. Okay. Yeah. So if you, I don't know. If it's you so funny because I haven't seen difficult people, but I've seen normal people, which is great. And anxious people, which is a great <laughs> Swedish show. So there's a lot of people out there. Yeah, there's so many people. I just got a new shampoo called Normal Person. So it's like, <laughs> really tying into the box (laughs) they're really trying to sell that to us they're like look at all these kinds of people there's normal ones too all right well we did it we did we did we did oh we did it i'm sorry i'm like so boring i don't have anything michelle don't speak to yourself that way (laughs) i think we yeah we had great great anatomy emily in paris we had Letting kids quiet quit their after school activities. Yeah, if we're allowed to quiet quit, everyone should be. I'm like, I'm team quiet quit. I'm team loud quit for kids. I'm like, I'm turning <laughs> in this uniform, getting it out of my house, the equipment, the gear, the stuff. Oof. Yeah, we don't really do that. I like to keep it, you know, I'm like, it's first and third grade. We don't need to be like, Yes, doing that. Smart. We got on the karate <laughs> stuff, and I'm like, I guess we have to keep up with karate. Yeah, yeah. I wish that we had gone to a karate place, but it was just like at dinner time and a little bit further away, and this was so close. But it's just mm-hmm. not. I don't know the difference. I mean, um, well, karate. I feel like you're learning actual like De- defense. <laughs> okay, and this is literally like <laughs> movement. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. I don't want to speak ill of it, of the whole <laughs> practice of sure. PKD. Sure. Because um, I don't know. I've only experienced this one class. Um, I think all of it is good. It's all good for kids to like move their bodies and feel like they're doing something. But like also enjoying it is a, is an important part. Of yeah. It. Well, I think that they really like getting a new belt, and oh. that 
but more like I think they were fine with it. But the the main reason to keep going was to get the next color belt. They're like, we have to find an incentive. Yeah, I was just thinking, I'm like, that's how they got people roped in. They're like, it's like a cult with the levels, you know, like. Totally. Exactly. But it's not. But like to anyone listening, I don't yeah. really think that Taekwondo is a cult. No, no, no. And I'm sure that it's really cool and yeah, useful if you stick with it. For sure. My son right now is in so much stuff, but it's, I, I think I have this like only child guilt. Mm. because if I if he's not in a class or doing something then I'm like you're just sitting by yourself yeah or like I just feel guilty all the time that he's like alone yeah yeah the guilt stuff is rough like I a lot of times you know if I'm putting her I just feel like I am spending so much time like getting her to bed or whatever in there I mean they're fine they're together they're reading whatever but I just like the whole time I'm with her thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm like, have, I'm ignoring them for so long right now. And Yeah. Do you guys think that this is a new phenomenon? Do, do you think our parents felt mm. guilty? No, but I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think it probably depends. I think as like society as a whole, it's probably more new, but I think there's people like, I feel like my mom probably would have had those feelings. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think my mom did. <laughs> she had seven kids, though. She was too busy. Oh, my like, God. Trying to keep us all alive. Did you ever think that you wanted that many kids? I thought I wanted four. And then I had one and was like, whoa, wow. Wow. <laughs> so, but you know what? All our kids are almost five years apart. And that's really, it's, I'm glad we just had to because traveling and life and everything, mm -hmm. but also what you said about like them note, they really notice that you're with the baby a lot when they're already four or five, you know, when they're older. Mm -hmm. And so, but you have to, you have to like give the ba a baby so much literal and physical attention. Yeah. So, and that was tricky. Do you feel like your kids are, I mean, they're spread out in age, but you feel like they're like as close I don't know. Um, it's hard to say. I I'm I worry because they are um, you yeah. know Keaton's five years older and so he and he's a really cool he's a really cool teenager, and so he's <laughs> and eight is only nine and so but I don't know because my sister and I are four years apart and my older brother is six years older than me and we're like best mm -hmm. friends now. Yeah. So okay. I think there's time. So it's just like a weird phase of when like someone's a teenager and someone's <laughs> yeah. a little kid. Yeah, I hope so. But then the flip side, sometimes if they're too close, they're like in high school together. And maybe then they have like weird identity issues because they're just like a little gap. My brother and I mm -hmm. are four years apart too. And we just barely missed each other in high mm -hmm. school. And that was like a blessing, I think. <laughs> now we're super close. So yeah, it's hard. who knows? I feel who like knows? you can never know. Aren't yeah. you and John really close in age? Yeah, he's two and a half years older. So we were in high school together for two years. We you um, always close. I, I like him. Yeah, we were really close uh, growing up. Like in high school, we had like the same friend group. Okay. Um, but then when he wasn't in high school anymore, I mean, yeah, I think we still like had some of this. But then I had like other friends when he was gone. We had uh, Tivoli said the same. Mm -hmm. She was like in a yep. band with her brother through high school. They were like really super close it's so cute yeah yeah I never was in high school and he always was doing music and um yeah it was not something that I necessarily expected 
to wind up doing, but I'm glad I got to. It's fun and I want to do it again <laughs> soon. You should do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I try to, like, I feel like with my brother, like, he was really good at art. And I think I was good-ish at art. But I just like kind of was like, that's his, like, I feel like siblings are quick to just be like, oh, that's your thing. I'm not going to yeah, like, try to pursue totally. it. And my boys are both, you know, like, they're both good at art, but the younger one gets like more praise from people about his art. So I'm always like trying to be like, you can both be good at it. You can both, yes. you know, and they're both taking piano lessons. But again, the younger one was like really into it. And so it's just weird when they're mm. close they don't have like a competitive nature towards each other at this point in life, but I just want them to know, like, it can be your thing too. <laughs> it's just, so, yeah, there's like so much research on the sibling dynamic and like birth order. And mm. it's just, it's it, with seven, I feel like it's just, you just all, it's too convoluted. There's too many knots in the rope, but I feel like it is interesting to think about how it shapes you. Are you, you're the youngest of your I'm six. Seven, seven. Oh, wow. I can't even imagine. Must have been fun. It, yeah, it really was. That's why I wanted so many kids. But then I, I wanted them in theory. But then when you start having kids, it's <laughs> really I. It's just a lot. You know, you got to dedicate a lot of time and energy. Yeah. yeah, I think more than three is a lot. Chaos <laughs> ensues. You invite it into your home. But some people love it. Yeah. True. Well. Thanks for yeah yeah this is so nice thanks for coming yeah thanks for taking the time I know it's a juggle sometimes so we appreciate it no it's cool yeah. it's so genius of you guys I mean I used to do hair and I feel like if you're sometimes it just felt like this is so fun I'm just like hanging out with someone that I like and like getting <laughs> you know like I'm like working on them but just like chatting so it's like a cool way to work yeah. <laughs> It's all a very long roundabout way to get to go on tour eventually. Yeah. You've got a lot of plans <laughs> up our sleeve. Wait, how so? Misha and my dream is to take this podcast on the road and do like a tour. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll do our own tour. And when we we're just like um trying to get TBS and Coheed to do like a 40 day Europe and then we're yeah. on board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going live streaming. You need a second bus with the kids. Oh yes. And- your podcast yeah that'd be cool those european buses are really fun too. the top stairs yeah <laughs> yeah i know i was showing one to to atlas the other day and he was like his mind was blown mm-hmm. you know that little nook in the Aww. front where you yeah can, like, cuddle up with a book oh, it's, it's so good. <laughs> yeah people are always like are you gonna meet them on tour i'm like it's just they're just a different place every day <laughs> bring you know oh. you just can't <laughs> it doesn't make sense i'm not gonna follow them about a crying baby oh, oh you do oh okay go get right. your baby what's going on <laughs> okay we'll let you go bye michelle thank, thank you, so you. you have a good rest of your week bye, thank bye. You.